what is up, Laker Nation? We're back. Lakers Unfiltered Podcast, coming back to you guys again. First thing on deck, do we owe Rob Plinka an apology? Hell no, we don't owe Rob Plinka an apology. He's supposed to do his job. You know who we owe a thank you to? David Griffin. Without him, the deal never gets done. Last year, we offered a better deal for Anthony Davis, and they de- and they decided to turn it down until David Griffin came in. So absolutely no thanks to Rob Palinka. That's what he's supposed to do. Why were we thanking someone to do for doing their job that they're supposed to do? That makes absolutely no sense to me. So some people are asking, why aren't we signing Jamal Crawford? Well, maybe because he's a 40-year-old shooting guard that doesn't play defense. How about we start there? You know, the only person that I would even leave a spot for would be Andre Iguodala. What do you guys think? Yeah, I mean, I see what you're saying. I mean, again, I just, you know, he is a pretty good shooter. And do we go into panic mode because there's people out there that are still available? Or do we just give our give our players that we've already invested some money and time into the time to develop? Because if we look at you know developing uh, developing players, pardon my uh, faux pas there, developing players. I mean, look at what Zubak is doing right now for you know our little retired brothers. I mean, our little special brothers, the Clippers. I mean, Zubak is something special, you know. And I, you got ah. so again, you know, eh, I just say we give our guys some time. And uh, go from there. I would say the only one that we make room for would be Iggy, right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I don't, I don't see. He's got the championship experience. I think we still have a, a spot open for him, though, right? I think they did that exemption thing. Oh, for Boogie. <laughs> yeah, for yeah, Boogie. Yeah, we still have one spot. So available. there's still that one spot available. So, I mean, uh, going to that. I mean, seeing as Jay already brought it up, little bastard. Well, let's just go into this question. I have this kind of mapped out here. Um, if we were to if we were to get Iggy, what will that dynamic add to our second squad? That's that's my first question. And then when we get him, or if we get him, is the bench deep enough already without him? Josh, tell me what you think. Um, so our bench is super deep right now, but super young. I think he brings that veteran championship presence to that second squad. Um, by the time we get him, you know, depending on when Memphis decides to release him, um, he should be nice and rested because I don't even know if he is even playing over there. I don't even think he's on the bench. I think he's just at home. Now let me interrupt both of you guys real quick because I've <clears> already <throat> thought about this and put it up in my head. Tell me what your – give me your lineup for that second squad. Because I'm going to interject again. Give me your lineup for the second squad. Because in my mind, it's fucking ridiculous. But 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 you tell me, what, what, what your lineup would be for that for that team? Well, my lineup for that team, I would definitely it would be Dwight at the five, um, which will probably put. <sighs> I don't know because we do we we tend to keep AD on the court when LeBron's not on the court, so. It would be probably be AD at the four, mm-hmm. um, which would put Iggy at the three, um, and then I would have Cook at the two, with probably Rondo or Bradley 
at the one. That's what I could possibly see for that second lineup. Like you still keep defense out there, or at the same time you do got some pretty nice shooters. So that's what I would like to see for that that second squad. Did you say Kuzma? He didn't mention Kuzma at all. That that's where my that's where my where my my five my five come into play. But Jay, give me your five. All right. So if we're just going strictly second squad, like strictly second squad, like all the starters off the off the floor. Yes. So Kuzma, Howard, Iggy, Caruso, damn, I don't even know who else could play on them. Because Danny Green's a starter. You'd have to go. You'd have to go Rondo. Probably Rondo, Rondo and Caruso in the backcourt for defense. Yep. Because KCP doesn't need to play anymore, and he he was like their shooting guard off the bench. But between Rondo and Caruso, that's still a good defensive backcourt. Mm-hmm. But what about starting Rondo and putting Avery Bradley? Avery Bradley's been so good on defense, though. Like he just like harasses well, yes, the other he guards. Does. I know, but that's what I'm saying. If we can get him on that second team defense, um. But the only thing about that is that then we don't really have a point guard for the second unit, you know, because Avery Bradley's not really the point guard when with the starters. It's more of LeBron running the show. So you don't that, think Caruso could be that point guard for the starters? No, for the second. Uh, oh, you mean for the starters? We don't really have a point guard for the starters. Yeah, what you're that's oh, what I'm okay. saying. So if we move Bradley to the bench and put Rondo in instead of you know flip flop those two, then we kind of have two point guards and starting. And I'd rather have Rondo off the bench. Because then he can kind of run the second unit himself. I think Rondo needs to come off the bench because the past two seasons he's been he's been injury plagued. I think I think he needs to live his life off that off the bench right now until he gets himself better and manage those minutes, you know, and, and then go from there. Be a spark plug and a defensive leader off that second squad uh, for that second squad. Because if you think about it, the way I broke it down in my head it was pretty much the same lineup. Well, I'm sorry, not pretty much. It was the same lineup. Um, and with that said, I mean, Kyle Kuzma has proven so far, and you know, in limited minutes so far this, you know, limited games so far this season, that uh, he's the real deal. He, he's going to do, he, he's something special. Um, Dwight Howard, again, with his defensive prowess, uh, what he's proving himself to be, his energy off the bench, amazing. I can't say enough about Dwight Howard. Uh, Caruso, as we uh, like to call him in our little, uh, in our little group here, the White Mamba. Um, you know, he's a, he's something else. I mean, his tenacity, his uh, ability just to go after the ball, uh, drive to the hole, do what he's got to do. Um, I can't say enough about him. And then of course, Rondo, you know, yeah. Do I think he should be, you know, starting? Is he a starting player? Yeah. Um, but with how deep the Lakers are right now, does he just take that backseat and let himself get healthy and ride the bench and come off the second squad? I think that'd be a good spot. And, uh, yeah, I mean, the Lakers, again, who would have thought, you know, again, July of last year, we had, what, two players? Two players. Yeah. That's so, what, so we got ten new players, right? Yeah. And we're coming together just fine so far. Whole new, all new coaching Coach, staff. Players. All new offensive and defensive, you know, systems. Which I think is an underrated coaching staff. Underrated coaching staff, for sure. Well, it was a mix, it was a mismatch, you know, of uh, – of different people. So, like, did we really miss out on Lou? No, I, like, I, I, if, I, if we if we flip flop, right? 
would he be doing as good a job as Vogel is right now? I don't know. I mean, here let, let, let's let's go into that question right now. Frank Vogel promised uh, the D, <laughs> all puns intended there, and has delivered it so far. Uh, and is that the biggest Lakers weapon so far that we've added this season? Yeah, you know, like all the talk before the season was about how the other team in L.A. was supposed to have the best defense. The other team was supposed to have the deeper team. But it's so far, it's been us. We have the number one defense, the number one point differential in the league right now, which, you know, shows in our record. We're beating teams by nine points a game. That's, you know, that's the highest in the league right now. And that's what it takes to be a championship team. Yeah, it definitely um... – you can definitely you can definitely tell. Um, they look they, the team just looks more excited. We got a lot more energy, especially even coming off that second unit. You know, more people are surrounding the ball, more people are um, doing that. But I mean, on top of that, like just adding Anthony Davis because he's leading the league in blocks right now. You know what I'm saying? So it's just like adding him to that round. You could just see that new spark from him. Like um, I think if he had the injuries that he had right now, when he was still in New Orleans, he'd be sitting out. You know what I'm saying? But he's not doing that in L.A., which is another dope thing. But that defense. But then again, you also do have really good assistant coaches that focused on defense. You know, Jason Kidd, Jason Kidd was a great defender, you know, so he could teach these guards how to really defend because that was our biggest issue. Right. We had problems stopping guards from penetrating the lanes and kicking it back out or kicking it to somebody else because we would try to double down and then there would be somebody cutting. So now that they know how to play on the guard's hips and don't let them get into the lane, we're not really seeing that problem anymore of them, uh, of the Lakers defense. And our big men would get into foul trouble because they would have to try to defend and pick off and that, you know, whereas like we really don't have that problem anymore because uh, now our guards know how to play that defense and not let these guards slash down into the lane. And we have, we're leading the league as a team in block shots per game. Like once you, it it helps the guards when you have Anthony Davis, Dwight Howard, JaVale McGee behind you, LeBron James blocking shots. Like they can play tighter up, not allow wide open threes. Like if you're going to go around me, you're not making a layup on this team. Even that, LeBron James played absolutely no defense last no, year. No, zero. zero. And this year, zero. it's like, dude, yeah. I'm, you could just see him waiting to pin something off of the backboard. Dude, I'm dude. like, oh, here it goes. Dude. And he's taking charges. I'm like, okay, I get yeah. it. I get yeah. it. You're excited, right? Ball. You're excited, but... <laughs> Let's save that charge shit for the for the playoffs. See, but I and I think that's one thing is if we got Lou, I think LeBron would have still stayed stagnant. Yeah. But he has a new group of coaches that are challenging him. Mm-hmm. That you know what I'm saying? And you know how it is when people come through and challenge you to a different, you know, like Jay was challenging you before we started the podcast and you're failing, Jay's winning. What <laughs> <laughs> much talking about? That's, a, that's another story. <laughs> but yeah, like so I all the talk, you know, that we talked about last year about Tyron Lou or the dude in Phoenix, I, I, Vogel was the right choice. Oh, um, uh, Monty. Yeah. Monty Williams. My, but he's doing good in Phoenix, too. But, like, for everything that Vogel's done this season, like, he's borderline coach of the year at this point. He coached good teams. Like, yeah. you know, like, in Indiana was always – a pretty good team and they had nobody. Nobody wanted to go play in Indiana. Yeah. You know? So they were always in the playoffs. So it's not like, you know, it's not like he was a slouch. Everybody just remembers him from Orlando though. He's flamed out there. Yeah. You know, so they everyone they just thought he was like a retread instead of some like new shiny shiny toy for the Lakers. Yeah, I mean because again nobody knew 
what he was going to bring to this team based upon what he had. And everyone was looking for the, you know, the easy exit, the easy out, you know, in Jason Kidd. And how long, you know, I don't know what the line was in Vegas for how long Frank Vogel lasts before Jason Kidd was take his job. But I mean, I don't think that's a, a near possibility at this point. At this point in time in the season, no. Actually, they actually uh, shut Jason Kidd down from even doing any interviews because they don't want to start any. Oh well, Jason Kidd said this. What do you think about that, Frank Vogel? Like he he's not even doing interviews. So and that was partly Smart his choice decision. too. So it's it, it's yeah. it, it's all about the team chemistry. And right now, like ten and two, everybody's getting along. They're all for some reason they're all defending KCP on social media, which I get it, but. No, I mean, I, that's, the, that's the one thing. I mean, as a fan, you know, I have my feeling. But as a team, you have to look at it as they don't want, like they said, they don't want any type of negative vibes at all, you know, in, in their locker room. And if you're over here bashing one player because maybe he's just having a slow start or he's in a bit of a slump, you know, all right, maybe he'll get over it. You know, we hope he does. And if he doesn't, you know. Why aren't we trading him for a possible, you know, Jay Crowder? <laughs> I mean, that's not a bad idea. Yeah. I mean, honestly, to, to be quite honest, I think like the, like I said, our coaching staff is one of the most underrated coaching staffs out there. Um, and it, it was crazy because, you know, in the off season when our, when our, everything started falling through and we weren't getting the players and we weren't getting the coaches that everybody thought that we were going to get, it was just kind of like, well, what are the Lakers going to do? What are the Lakers going to do? But I think what ended up happening is we got a bunch of – we got hunger. You know what I'm saying? We got a bunch of people that were hungry. Like, oh, you want to go ahead and just dismiss us? Like, you know what I'm saying? We weren't good to add on. We're, we're, we're just kind of like the bottom of the barrel. Like, we're going to go ahead and prove something different. Um, but, I mean, I think the difference in that coaching staff has got to be Mike Pemberthy, bro. Like, it has to, be. has to be, bro. I mean, that was like Shaq's best friend, so. <laughs> <laughs> Now, now, with that said, guys, I mean, we're all huge Laker fans here. Let's don't get that twisted. I mean, we love the NBA, but we're NBA, we're Laker fans first. Um, Twelve games into the season, us being you know ten and two. Uh, what are what are each of you guys' realistic expectations for the rest of the season? Where do you expect us to be at? Um, I think we finished. I to be honest, I I think we finish off. Um, Knock on wood, barring any any setbacks, but I think we finish off at the top of the West, either one or two. Um, there's a lot of good teams in the West, so it just depends on how people are going to start doing, you know, sitting or whatever, whatever they're going to do, you know. Um, but the top one or two because Houston caught flame, you know, mm-hmm. and I think I I think they're going to be a stronger contender than the Clippers, like out of the West. Like I don't know, I just have that feeling like. Is the same thing with uh, I feel with um, Westbrook. You know, he's he, I think he has something else, something different to prove. Like he's taking a total backseat this year. Yeah, yeah. You know, he has something different to prove, which I think is gonna there. It's gonna help them out a lot more. But I still expect us to be, you know, a top the West. I don't really see as long as we keep playing our defense like how we're playing it. <clears throat> I don't really see any other team in the West that's really gonna. Besides, I think Houston. Everybody's saying the Clippers, but I think Houston is just because Houston ha- they got a lot of shooting, like, and at any time they can unleash it. I so. mean, right now Houston's ten and three. So if somehow we lose tonight to Atlanta, 
then we're tied with Houston. Yeah. Right? Then they're built for the regular season. They're built to outscore teams. Yep. They, they might end up with the best record in the in, in the in the uh, Western Conference. But I, I mean, Lakers will be top two because I don't see Denver, Utah, Phoenix, the Clippers. Their their players are in and out, right? Dallas, Minnesota, all those people. None of those guys are going to catch up to. It's going to be a race between LA and Houston at the end of the day. I mean, Houston's putting up. 118 points a game right now. You know, like it, that's hard to beat on a nightly basis. When you don't have time to get a game plan for it, when you're just rolling in the talent night before, then, you know. Yeah, I think Harden dropped like 49, like two nights in a row. Yeah, Harden is, yeah. And he's, <laughs> he's, he's stupid having, right now. Yeah, and I mean, with, with, with Russ Westbrook, I mean, he's going to drop a triple, drop, triple double on you. Harden's like, averaging whenever, 40 points right now. Whenever he feels like it. You know, so I mean, in my mind, I'm going back and forth here. Okay, so I'm sorry. Let me not, I'm getting off track here. Jay. Yes. Are you telling me we ended up one or two? One, after, one or two. One or two. Okay, now let me let me go back to the rest of my question here. Josh, how many games will we win in this season? Um I think we we've gotta we've gotta win at least to get that one or two spot in the West, we've gotta be at like anywhere between like sixty to sixty five. Jay? Yeah, that's I'm gonna say sixty. Do you think 60. we could take out Golden State and, and hit seventy three games this season? I don't think that should be our goal. No. Why not? Why? Why? Why Golden not? State did it and lost. Yeah. <laughs> lost. Golden State did. We have to go seventy four and eight, right? Like we have, so. The rest of rest of the way, we're going sixty four and six. Possible because the only team that really beats us is us. True. Right. Like the mm-hmm. only we lost to the Clippers because we played like shit the first night. We lost to the Raptors because fucking Siakam had the night of his life and Fred Van Fleet. Plays good against us every single time. Yep. Hey, but the Raptors aren't bad. Raptors are no, not. I bad. thought they were going to be horrible. No, they're actually, like, like shit. They're actually, yeah. <laughs> Raptors are but, fucking. Dude, every time they come to LA, they they beat us down yep. every time. Yep. Yep. So I mean, now again, back to what we were talking about a minute ago. Houston and Houston and the Clippers, the other the other LA team. In my mind, I'd like to see those two guys go at it, go at it with one another. You know, Houston and LA, they not one of them knocks one another out. Yeah. You know, because the one thing I look at that at the other LA team is that their defense is horrible. Horrible right now. That's a word for it. And they're but, supposed to be like the best defense. But they team run in the up league. a lot of points. So with that said, for us to beat them, we have to run up a lot of points. No. You know, I mean, if our, have, defense, if our, def- if defense. our defense doesn't hold up. Okay, but the thing about it is they caught us the first game. We're starting yeah. to gel more. Mm-hmm. Like, everybody made a big deal off that first game. Yeah, they made it sound like that like, was a championship. Exactly. We had, <laughs> two, we had two players in the first game that were returning from last year's team, which was LeBron and JaVale McGee, right? Yeah, that's it. That's it. So that's what I'm saying. Everybody was brand new. You have to gel. I appreciate we had, doesn't we had count. 13 new players. Yeah. They, have, they have two new players. Yeah, on a playoff, so. playoff contention already team. Yeah. Exactly. They were already built. That, that yeah. team was already built. The only same thing coach, that they did is system. they literally replaced who they get, get rid of, Danilo Gallinari. Yeah. yeah. And, and uh, Chris Paul. Yeah. yeah. No, 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 no. Chris Paul's Paul, already Paul gone. Is gone. Um, Danilo Gallinari. <laughs> <laughs> and they replaced him. With as uh, much I don't care about the Clippers. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. We, we don't. And and LA's they, other team. They replaced him with Paul George. Yeah. That's it. You know, so it's like, I don't know. Like I said, everybody thinks that, you know, this, this Clippers, this and that, but 
there's a re- there's a reason why the Lakers are still that that number one team. That you know, there's a reason why the Clippers still why they had to change the color of their court and they got to cover up the Lakers banners and stuff like that. Like they're always going to play second fiddle. Just move already. already. Just move already. I mean, <laughs> they, they just. They will not be. They will not be viewed, at least in my eyes, as a, as a legit real team until they're out of you know our shadow, which you know unfortunately they play in our you know play in the Staples Center. Our WNBA team has more championships than they do, well, I, and they play in the same arena. It's true. I mean, we do hang more <laughs> banners for our hey, other LA team. Taylor Swift has more banners in Staples Center than the Clippers. <laughs> yeah, she again, got more sellouts. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But hey, I mean, all Clipper they're there 41 games a year. She's there <laughs> once every five years, and she has more sellouts. Hey, I, I can't, I can't Clipper bash enough. I mean, but I mean, they do have Jerry West, Steve Ballmer. I mean, they do, they do. You know have what I think about that? Tell me what you think. He's about He's a traitor. That. Yeah, Benedict Arnold. Bro. Fuck Jerry West. Wow, strong. It's unfiltered, right? Yes, it is. You chose to go to the Clippers. Yes. You chose to go to the Warriors. You could have came back to the Lakers. Mm-hmm. But whether, you know whether you liked it or not, it doesn't matter. You you and your son went to the Clippers. You're dead to me. Yeah. Take his jersey down. That's that's why. Wow. Take his jersey down. Let's not have it. We want we don't even want the NBA logo on our jersey. No, fuck that. We'll just keep the wish on there. Yeah, that's Let's it. Put Kobe on it. <laughs> <laughs> the Kobe fade away. Kobe fade that's away what, all yeah. day. All right, guys. Now, we've been watching this young kid, Kyle Kuzma, gosh, for the past couple of years now. And uh, from what I've seen of him so far this season, I mean, correct me if I'm wrong, and I know Jay always wants to correct me even if I'm right. Um, I think this is going to be his breakout season. What do you all think? I think it has to be his breakout season. I don't think he has any other choice. This is the most stacked team that he'll probably ever be on to where he can just be himself and play his game. Um, he doesn't really have to take anything over. He can just kind of come in and add. He can be a complimentary piece. But that's the um, problem. He's trying to come in and take over. He's trying to come in and be the man. He, he doesn't need to do that. You just need to hit open shots, cut to the basket. Like, you don't – great. You did a lot of work in the summer. You played with Team USA. Fantastic. But now you need to come in and fill your role, which he's been doing better. But when he, the first few games, it was like forcing it to force it. Yeah. Right? You're just taking shitty shots. Like that. the, the game we lost against Toronto – we were down by two. He shot two threes, long rebounds. They got breakaway dunks. All of a sudden, we're down by eight, and the game's over. You know, true. Like, I can't argue that. I mean, his legs obviously weren't underneath him at that point in time. So if you know you don't have it, you have four of the guys on the court that can score. Pass the ball. It, it, it's called open for a reason, for a reason. Yeah it's, yeah, it's a team sport, and I get it. You know, but that is that mama mentality. Kobe that's, would do the same thing. That, that's great, but he's not Kobe. I know. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm not saying he is. I'm not saying he is. But again, when you when you look at a player, and, and there's certain inalienable you know talents you want in them, that, that's one of them. Oh, that, oh, it's definitely a good thing. You know, when you're making your shots. Yeah. But the thing about it is, we don't doubt it because he's done it. Yes. We know it. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Yeah. So it's not like we're questioning no. him. Yeah. It's just you got to come in and play your role. Let yourself get back acclimated to the game before you can really, you know what I'm saying, start to force yourself into He's got the ability to take things. over a game when he wants to. Just not yet. Just no, not just, yet. just ease into it. Exactly. You know, like there's no reason to cost us a game because you want to shoot some shitty shots. Well, and that's the thing is like I, I we have a lot of guys on our team that understand this whole role-playing thing, yeah. which is great. I, I don't think he understands it because he – 
He's never, still young. Yeah, and he didn't really. He he was on teams where he could just take over. There was nobody else. You know what I'm saying? There was no expectation. Exactly. Whatever so, yeah. He just he just got got to kind of understand where he fits in in all equation, mm-hmm. and I think it's going to make him that much better. I mean, he's definitely going to be in the closing five. Oh yeah, definitely. I mean, there's no, there's no reason why in my mind that he wouldn't be in the closing five in any game of the season. But at 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 that point, when you're in the closing five, that doesn't give you the the means to just do whatever you want. You still got to play the team basketball at the end of the day. Very true. Yeah, no, believe me. Love, there's there's four other guys on the yeah. court that. Are on that same team, on that same five for a reason. You know, are part of that same five, I should say, for a reason. I mean, so, guys, let me ask you a question. I know this is probably going to upset some people, but I'm just going to put it out there. Uh, as Laker fans, how do we all view load management? And would be would we be upset if, let's say, we did land Kawhi and, you know, every three games he has to sit out, every back-to-back game, we already know that he's not going to play. And I pose this question to, you know, people I work with, people I meet on the street, talk to them. And, I mean, I, I don't know. I, I live in L.A. We all live in Orange County. We know that stuff's expensive. You go to a Lakers game, you're just sitting nosebleed. You know, you're paying two $300 for, for a seat. For the average for the average person, you know, that, that's something we, we plan for, we save up for, and uh, we get our ticket. Now, what you're telling me is I have to plan my tickets Around if I'm let's say a, a Clippers fan, or I'm sorry, the LA LA's other teams fan, I have to plan my uh, my ticket buying around a possible Kawhi Leonard not being there. Yeah, he hasn't played in a back-to-back game since April of 2017. We're, we're almost in 2020 now, so in three years you haven't played in back-to-backs. Like that's like I didn't know that coming in. Like we were trying to get him. Like that is. Way too often to be sitting out. You know what's crazy though? Like, there's a reason why the Spurs let him go. He was the best player on that team. Yeah, the best player on that team. Like Greg Popovich, I'm not gonna deal with that. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, you can't. Like, <clears throat> you know how how crazy it would have been, like, to see Kobe never play a back to back. Oh my god. Kobe was out there. I'm talking about broken fingers and. Wrist, hands. Wearing a, a weightlifting glove. <laughs> Torn Achilles. You know? And still his right playing. hand was fucked up. He's shooting with his left hand. And still, yeah, torn Achilles. Fucking popped his Achilles. Still went out there, shot his free throws, and walked off. And the thing about it is, like I tell people all the time, man, your offseason when you rest. That's when you get healthy. Yeah. You rest in your offseason. There's a reason you have an offseason. You, obviously, you're doing something wrong. If you need to do load management, you might need to change up your crew, your diet, your nutritionist, whatever, because you're 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 going to pay millions of dollars. Your body should be right. You're only playing 36 minutes a game at the most at the most in the regular season. Right. And it's not you're not playing every night. And I guarantee you he's not practicing. Right. So, like, seriously, you can't play 36 minutes. You can't play a half. For those Clippers fans that want to come see their new toy play, like there's guys that go to the gym that have regular jobs that still do that every day, <laughs> every day. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like, so it's just like to me, I don't know. It just doesn't make any sense. But even the Clippers don't know how to handle it. That's why Doc Rivers got fined. That's why you know yeah. what I'm saying. Like, is he injured? Is he not injured? Okay, but the thing about it is the NBA instituted that will let you do this load management thing, and I think it was like. I think it was the most horrible thing that they could have let happen. 
You know what I'm saying? Because not only are you robbing the game, but you're also robbing fans of the experience. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, so let, me, let, me, let me give you some of the, the LA others, others teams, fans, comments that I've got or arguments in this situation when I've got. It's not a big deal if we win a championship. Okay, first of all, who the fuck are the Clippers fans to talk about any kind of a championship? All right. I, okay, look. 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 Okay, they're look to, they're you've to never even got to the Western Conference Finals. Start there and then come talk to me. Like because they're trying to compare to what he did last year in Toronto. The East and the West is two completely different ball games. You know Especially this year. Exactly. That's two completely different ball games. And the thing about it in the East, they got a all pun intended, a couple lucky bounces last year yeah. to make it yeah. there. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so it's like, and then you played a Golden State team that was hurt. If that Golden State team was fully healthy, they're not winning the championship. So everything that every Clipper fan says right now makes absolutely no sense because if that Golden State team was healthy 100%, the Raptors aren't beating them. Even if Clay doesn't get hurt. Exactly. They they don't win. They, they would have beaten without Durant. So it, it's... It's 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 dumb. Like what what does it do? Okay, so you're a little bit more rested. Like if you have to rest right now for something that's gonna happen six months down the line, <laughs> that's dumb. You just had three months, four months. Like, <laughs> what what uh, June, July, August, September? Uh, you just had five months off, and you already need fucking rest in the third game. Go home. That's like you guys. Like okay, we got this all planned out. Yeah. All right, we're doing this on Sunday. And you guys, we sent out the message <laughs> last week, Monday, and me being like, all right, guys, well, I got to take a nap right now. Hey, sorry, so my, right, my, my throat hurts. Uh, I, I can't talk today. No, but it's, it's 15 minutes in, guys. I have, we haven't done this in about six months. I think it's it's, it's, it's going to be time for a break. <laughs> you mean I mean, throw a lozenge? Yeah, I, I will. I mean, realistically, in a minute, a minute or so, we are going to have to take a commercial break. But, I mean, yeah, I mean, that that's – I want to I, I want to continue on this topic after we come back from our commercial break. But I still want to keep going on this thing for a minute, and get, folks, stay with us here on this one. But I, I just can't buy into this whole. Well, maybe this is the way the NBA now is going. Oh, now, Josh, you coach team sports. You know what it's like. Let's say your quarterback, your quarterback, the best player on the field, and you know he's the best player on the field. He comes out and he's like, "Hey, coach, I'm fucking tired," and he takes a break. And then you have another kid that's fucking great. He's a fucking offensive lineman. Fucking beast. Protects the shit out of everybody. Coach, I'm tired too. Fuck you, motherfucker. Continue to keep playing. But quarterback sitting, you ain't that special. What does that do to your team? I mean, I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna let us let this shit simmer and marinate. But you have to think about what what is that doing to the Clippers, you know, 40 games in? Because why isn't Paul George getting that same fucking treatment? Explaining why Paul George can't take a break. With that said, guys, we're going to take a small commercial break. I'm fucking heated. We'll be right back. All right, guys, we're back. Thanks for staying tuned. Thanks for staying with us here. All right, so back what we're saying here again about this freaking load management stuff. And I'm sorry when I say freaking, I'm just trying to be nice here, but we are unfiltered. So, I mean, back about this fucking uh, load management shit. Josh, um, tell me, what does that do to a team? You know, it's chemistry. Well, chemistry and morale of the team, um, especially when you start losing games and you start seeing your records start dropping because the best player on your team feels like he needs to take time off because he's better than everybody else. And that's the only way that you guys are going to win because he's going to tell you or his camp's going to tell you it's a proven formula <laughs> when the formula was proven, like I said, against a team 
that should have easily dominated them last year in the in the finals. Um, but you'll you'll start seeing guys, especially because that Clipper team did make the playoffs last year. So they're like, okay, we made the playoffs without you, right? Mm-hmm. They gave Golden State, which was a healthy Golden mm-hmm. State, a pretty good run. Yeah, six. You know, so it's like you feel you're better than that. You know, technically you're adding to us, but at the same time, we were still there. You know, we were still doing what we're doing. So uh, now if they start dropping, say their record's worse this year than what it was last year, and he's taking games off, all those guys that are still there because they're all their guys are still there, they're going to be like, what the hell? Like, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Because say if they do fall down to, um, like, say if they fall down to, like, the – because this, the, the, I think the West is going to be really close. Like, all these teams are going to be really close. Yeah. So, it could all be the matter of two to, two to three games mm-hmm. starting the playoffs, right? Mm-hmm. So, say they do fall all the way down to, like, the seventh seed just off of right one now. game, yeah. right? Yeah. So, they fall down to the seventh seed, and Houston's at two. Two and seven, first-round matchup. Yep. You can get put out the first round. Yeah. Well, I'm going to play oh. devil's advocate. Oh, 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 I would love to see that. Let me play devil's advocate here, guys. Now, I'm going to, again, and I, this is, I feel fucking blasphemous for saying this shit, but, again, I have to I have to speak for the L.A.'s other team, unfortunately, sometimes. That was without Paul George. And we know we've seen what we've seen out of this motherfucker in the past two games. And I, I'm going to be a realist because, you know, I ain't going to sugarcoat shit. The Clippers are going to be tough. I mean, if they can if they can establish some defense, but I mean, once they establish their defense and they can score, I mean, if if Kawhi Leonard's sitting on the bench, you still have Paul George. Paul George has been back what now? Two games, right? Two yep. games, and it was subpar teams that they played. Yeah, they played New Orleans, which they lost, and they played Atlanta, yeah. which they won. Yeah, it was subpar they, teams. They murdered Atlanta, and they lost to New Orleans. Yeah, which New Orleans. The whole fucking the whole young core was gone. Yeah, it's yeah. out. Yeah. <laughs> so it's like, Zion wasn't there. Exactly. Josh Brandon, didn't play. Brandon, Brandon Ingram, Lonzo Ball. You know, is like, it Reddit? I think Reddit was injured. Or he played. He played. He played. But still, like you don't. If you're a championship team with Paul George, you don't lose to the Whoa, fucking Pelicans. We know they're not a championship team. We well, according to the Clipper fans, they're a championship yeah. contending team. LA's right? other team. Don't call them by the <laughs> c word. I'm gonna call them the c word. LA's other team. Yeah, so that's what I'm saying. So, yeah, Paul George, cool, come back, averaging points against teams that don't play defense. Like, we know New Orleans doesn't play any defense because those were all Lakers last year. So, you <laughs> <laughs> know, they don't play defense. Damn right. <laughs> and we know Atlanta doesn't play defense. No, Atlanta's 4-8. You know what I'm saying? So, Paul George, cool, come back and average your 37 to 21 minutes against a team that doesn't play defense. But what happens when you run up against a team that plays defense and has a prolific offense? You don't know what to do. You know what I'm saying? Is Paul George that dude that can carry him? Because Kawhi's not going to play that game. No. <laughs> so maybe he will. Not on a back to back though. Kawhi doesn't play back to back. Exactly. If it's on a back to back, he's not going to play. Games aren't back to back though. So how did how does guess he? Guess what? That's more rest for LeBron too, and more rest for AD. Like, I mean, so is is it smart? I mean, I don't know. I mean, okay. who's going to guard Anthony Davis on their team? Realistically, nobody. I mean, Montrez. I mean, no. I mean, we just have to put them up against people. So Montrez or Zubac. Okay. Mm-hmm. So we have to win. We we win that matchup. Okay. Who's, who, who's guarding LeBron? Realistically, guarding LeBron? Not Kawhi. He doesn't guard him. They're gonna put Paul George on him probably, and they will put Paul George on. And, and he's probably play well. Danny Green. He, yeah, because he's late, a lazy defender. It, they're gonna put Kawhi on Danny Green. Uh huh. You know what I'm saying? And then I, I expect, even though. They don't really contribute to offense super crazy, 
But I, I expect McGee or Dwight to really beast Zubac down. They should. Low. You know what I mean? They, they should. But. <laughs> damn, <laughs> Sit down here. Sound like fucking Scoop B on the podcast. That's why we're on the podcast. Thanks a lot, Scoop B on the podcast. Okay, gotta do two. He comes out. Hey, it's a bad boy. Hey. These motherfuckers left some goddamn chocolates on the desk. <laughs> They're gonna get back. Where's my thin mint and my chocolates yeah. go? This nigga found some. I'm sorry, I can't, I can't control myself. Yet. They're gone. Yeah, it's not my, my problem. But I don't think Paul George can guard LeBron anymore. Like, he's never really been proven to be a LeBron stopper. Even though LeBron's older, LeBron has – he's on his, like, revenge tour right now. Yes, he, he is. He's found that found a youth. And you know what I, what I think? It's that I, weave. It's <laughs> weave. Dude, okay. Side note. He got blue in his eyes. Side note. Side note. Damn it. Did you see when that shit fell out? Dude. And he's like, hey, hey, your hair. He's like, what? My head back? No, your hair is on the floor somewhere. Your hair. <laughs> <laughs> your head. They're having Shannon Sharp as like a big LeBron fan. Yeah. They were talking about something that he did wrong. And he told Skip Bayless, he said he couldn't see. He had glue in his eyes. His glue was running. <laughs> LeBron, just shave that shit, please. Like, he on. just needs to let it go. Just, just let, let it go. go. I, like it go. I mean, you always know. I mean, if <laughs> when he is playing out, you know, when he, when he's on the when he's on the road. His hair game is horrible. <laughs> like he needs to pay some extra money. No, that should happen at home. To have his hair person go with him. With his, when, when his That's hair why was he on the floor. Wear his headband anymore because it was pushing it up. That's what happened. Yeah, the, hair, was, the headband was just, pushing it, was it up, just tearing it off. And, and he had the fucking thick ass headband yeah. on. The shit was like thirteen inches. <laughs> like, because it wasn't glued. It wasn't glued to his weave. That's the problem. Head. Yeah, that shit. I mean, it's. I mean, I'm telling you, watch him on like a two game home streak. You know, on on a road streak. I mean, it's it's horrible. Yeah, yeah his shit was all blacked out and nice the other day. I was like, Damn. yeah. As soon as he came back clean, home, bro. yeah, I was like, Damn, <laughs> shit, I gotta go with that for me. No, <laughs> no, I mean, my, my head's fine though. He's got that glue on hair, the, the, like the full wig. We seen that stuff on like the TNT show where they put wigs on Shaq and on Kenny Smith. And yeah, like, they, well, they do it now. Like they shave your head. Yeah. Like if you got hair right here, like they'll shave that part mm-hmm. and then they'll glue it on. Like they'll put a toupee. Yeah, that's what you do. I think that's what he does. I think that's what he does. Oh fuck. I think this is what he did. What he needs to do is go find out who did Deion Sanders' hair. Because remember, yeah. primetime was bald. Yeah. And now he's got like, he got his plugs and shit. Like, <laughs> yeah. he's good, bro. I don't know. Like, I see all these infomercials in the morning sometimes. And I'm like, you know, shit. If these motherfuckers could do it, I mean, they got millions of dollars. I mean, I'm just waiting for the day where he just was dunking the shit. Goes, I'll <laughs> 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 be running down the court and just gonna be flapping. <laughs> At that point in time, I will plaque him the greatest Laker ever just for you. Just for hey, that. But that Anthony Davis <laughs> shit was fucking hilarious. Yeah, he, he was he's like, like, he's yeah. like, Brian, Brian. He's like, what? It's like, oh, 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 my headband? No, no, your hair. You're missing a patch. My guy was tapping it down. <laughs> <laughs> oh. That shit was hilarious. Yeah, I think um, LeBron. Um, Man, our our new trainer, the Asian the Asian lady, mm-hmm. I think she has a lot to do with these. You know what I'm saying? Her methods and bringing bringing uh, these dudes back to they look good, man. Like LeBron's yeah. got his legs well, back. Wait, you, know? you know what it is? Is he he's never had this much time off in his whole career, basically, True. right? And he and the the workload is like half because he doesn't have to do all the scoring. He can just dish the ball everywhere. He's he's leading the league in assists, eleven assists a game. Yeah. Like, well, He's AD, never done that before. AD hands down is the best player he's ever played. Oh, with. easy, hands down. Yeah. So some people say D Wade, but I don't think so. 
D-Wade was already at the tail end of his career. Yeah. So D-Wade was more of like a complimentary player. Yeah. D-Wade wasn't taking over games no. like AD was. Yeah. So. And then we have a whole new uh, training staff. I mean, Judy Cito, she's definitely, you know. She's a Gary Vitti protege. Yeah. yeah. So. And you can't go, you go, you can't go wrong with that. She's got the Kobe stamp. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's Kobe's homegirl. Yeah, because I tried training last year. Whew. Everybody was hurt. That, that that one guy from like uh he was like Oprah. Everybody here, you get hurt. You get hurt. <laughs> you get an injury. You get an injury. You get a broken thumb. Mm-hmm. Do we have anyone healthy the whole season? Like we never had the, the full team. I think he went to New Orleans, but <laughs> we traded him too. <laughs> <laughs> Take his ass. Take him. Hart, Ball, Ingram, they're all hurt. JJ Reddick's hurt now. Hey. Lonzo was balling out. He's shooting like 25% from the field this year. We're talking about 25 <laughs> I'm telling you right now, uh, shout out to all your Call of Duty players. Josh Hart does not like campers. He made that very well known uh, yeah, on our Twitter. On Twitter. Oh, I saw that, he yeah. does not like campers, and neither do I. I, think that's, I think that's a pussy move. Hey, I don't even hey, know what he's talking hey, about. Hey. A dub's a dub. It doesn't matter. Yeah, camping ass motherfuckers. That's Jay right there. No, you, we, you don't camp. See, I don't play. Take it like a man. I don't play video games, so I don't know what you guys are talking about. I thought you were talking about like going camping. You know what I'm saying? And the camper. I was like, shit. I'll take that over a tent. You me, bro. Fuck. Give me a camper. <laughs> cold all night. It's yeah, comfortable, bro. It's comfortable. All right, guys. So on to my next question. Um, who is the biggest surprise in the East as we plan for our championship run this season? I mean, who do you guys think the really gonna, is gonna, we're going to contend with? Yeah, Right now, the biggest surprise in the East, well, like I said, Toronto, they surprised me. But the biggest surprise right now for me is the Heat. Yeah. Like, the Heat? Like, yeah. what the fuck? Nine and three? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Where did that come from? Jimmy Butler that good? Like, hey. honestly, dude. Did we miss out on Jimmy Butler? Um, I'm not going to say we missed out on anybody. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. I like our team, but if Jimmy Butler can make the Heat nine and three, like because I already knew the Celtics were going to be that. I knew once they yeah. got rid of Kyrie because they were that good before they yeah, had Kyrie. Exactly, that's so the I same knew thing. Once we'll... once him and his flatter theories left, like they're going to restore back to see. And what you know they what? Were. Because they brought gravity back into the Heat Coliseum. That's why. Once Kyrie left, you know, because under flat earth belief, there is no gravity. But see now, listen now. now there's gravity back there. The Clippers are kind of going through the reverse of that, right? Like they had, they were good. And now they got these two new guys on the team that don't play. So now sure. they're probably looking at them all, you know, with like all, with it, all due respect, because I like PG. He didn't play because he was hurt. So he's still not playing. Yeah, I know, but hey. He's hey. hurt. He can't play. Sure. Okay. Congratulations. You're hurt. As far as the other one? He's hurt too. Yeah. According so, to him. So, man. According to him and his uncle, he's hurt. Man. I don't even want to talk about that, dude. I think that's the biggest surprise, at least for me. The Heat? Well, no. The, the, no. Oh. The fact that that guy slow paid the fuck. Yeah. Now I'm, I'm still okay. bitter about okay, that. Okay. Hold on. Let's, let's, let's <laughs> go back to that. Sorry. Let's go back to that. Ooh, okay. Backwards. I am. Okay. 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 Yeah. So the Heat? Heat and the East are the biggest surprise. The biggest surprise. The Heat. I mean, did you think Boston was going to do it? Boston's doing either? I don't. I didn't think they were going to be 10-1. and one, No. But I thought that they'd be good. Losing Kyrie kind of like. Gave everyone the space to do what they were doing before yeah, he got there. They exactly. all had another year to get better. Yep. The ball moves more. You know, uh, Kimball Walker is not that kind of point guard where he just dominates the ball. He's more about he, he's more of a ball. point guard yeah. in the offense. I mean, he's he's averaging twenty five, which is this around the same as Kyrie, but it's a different kind of twenty five. Exactly. You know, it's it's not a dribble, 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 crossover, crossover around the back, fucking layup shit. Whenever yeah, it's like a twenty five, ten, and six. Everyone else is just standing there like 
Hey, just watch. Can I touch the ball? No. Yeah, yeah. Kemba, I think, was a, a super great addition <clears throat> to them. Um, I think he was super underrated. Like, he just never really had good teams around him, you know? Like, sh- like when he was in Charlotte, like... But here's the thing. Someone, someone, I don't know if it was on Twitter or something, someone brought up the, the fact of how good the Celtics are and about Kemba Walker. And I'm like, if he's that good, why didn't he take the, the Hornets to the playoffs at any point in time? If, if he's really that good of a player... He could have gotten the playoffs one time, but especially like, in the East, the Celtics True. already had a really good team. Yeah, yeah they exactly. just added another yeah. great piece that fit better than Kyrie fit there. It's true, you know. Like I don't even know how Kyrie and, and KD are gonna. I don't think it's gonna work. It's gonna, I don't. I, don't, I, don't I mean, it, it. I know they're friends. Maybe it'll work like Harden and Russ, but they're still young in their careers to where they still want to prove a point, and you know they've they but. At the same time, they both have already won championships. So, really, what do they have left to do besides? Fuck that friendship. Okay, we're all we all three here play sports or have played sports at one point in time. Now we're old, so let's just be real here. So, are you telling me because all three of us are friends and we're on the fucking court together or on the field, depending on what sport we're playing, whether it be basketball or football? Are you telling me that just because we're fucking friends, we're gonna allow you to overtake? Because we all three of us want to win. And we all three, depending on whatever whatever sport we're playing, feel that we can affect the game in a certain way to make sure we're gonna win. So you're telling me that you're gonna allow your friend to take over the game? I think it's a different kind and of conversation may- that you can have with your friend than with a teammate, right? Like I can motherfuck you on the field, and you're not gonna get your feelings hurt because we have that kind of relationship. Where if I do it to someone else that I don't really know, they're gonna, you know, they're gonna have a problem with it. Well, I agree, but then let's throw in the media hype on top of that. But if we're really friends, fuck the media. Who cares what they said? Yeah, but you also can't. You can do it to a certain extent because you're friends. Well, you're very thing. friendly as long as you're winning. That's the thing. <laughs> <laughs> now, if we're losing and you're fucking not yeah. passing me the ball yeah. and you're fucking missing every shot, I'm going to be like. That's my point. That, that, that's my I might point. not say it directly to the media. It'll be off the record and the sources inside the locker room say that, da, 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 you know, like, yeah. That's my point. As long when as when shit winning, starts cool. going south, yeah, well, that's my point. Don't let it Always go the worst case scenario. Don't let it go south. Well, <laughs> but the thing about it, though, is, and those two, those two personalities, uh, Kyrie and fucking Kevin Durant, that shit can explode. Those are some weird dudes. They are. Yeah. They are. Like, they're fucking weird. Like, they're both unhappy guys. Yeah. He'll keep it to himself. No, he'll, he'll no, no. He'll make burgers. He'll be, yeah. That's what he He'll catfish somebody about it. Yeah, for sure. You know, um, but, I mean, also look at – I mean, that's that's why I look at Houston too. You know, and I know they're doing great, and I know they're going to have a great fucking season. But are you telling me that that same type of energy can be sustained or that ah, – damn, what's the word I'm looking for? That chemistry can be sustained in the playoffs? No. Between Russell, Russell Westbrook those and James are, Harden? Those are two of the biggest playoff floppers of all time. Every year, they both flame out, right? Yeah. Westbrook flames out eventually. Mm-hmm. First round, second round, whatever it is. Mm-hmm. Last year, he had Paul George, and he flamed out against Portland. Yeah. He, he got into all that shit talking with, with, with uh, Dame, and he, he waved him goodbye. Mm-hmm. And uh, James Harden flames out, too, because he, he they go balls to the walls in the regular season. Every Mike D'Antoni team has been the same thing. Yep. I mean, look what he did to the Lakers, right? Mm-hmm. Killed Kobe, who's playing 49 minutes a game when there's only 48 minutes. <laughs> and, and uh, you know, he got hurt. You can't sustain that kind of energy. Like you, yeah. It kind of comes back to the load management question, right? Mm-hmm. But 
for them, I don't, and, and their defense is trash. Well, they gave, thank up, you. They, they gave up 158 to the fucking Wizards. Yeah. They're the Wizards. The Wizards are, what, three and seven? Like, come on. There, there's no way that they should have got 158 on you. And that wasn't even an overtime. That was just regular, regular time. Now I'm going to ask our stat guy, because, again, I'll, Jay is our stat guy. Let, let, let's, let's play our fun game of matchup here. Who the fuck? Do, how does the Rockets? How do the Rockets match up against us? Like realistically, who? who how, how are we doing this? Playoffs or regular season? No, just who? Like team by team. You know what I'm saying? Player well, by player. We don't have anybody that can guard Harden on our team. No, we don't. But they don't have anybody that can guard Anthony Davis either. And I, I don't. I don't even know who on their team would even come close to guarding LeBron. Like who? Who's even on their team? I don't even. <clears throat> I think we can get Avery Bradley to harass the shit out of Harden though. Yeah. Well, and Rondo and the Rockets already don't get along. So. Rondo is, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Rondo, Rondo's, Rondo's tough. He's scrappy. Like I, if he's he'll spit in your face. Yeah, for what he is, <laughs> for what he is. I mean, you know, I'm I'm not gonna drop the N word here. You know what I'm saying? But that's what you know. He he he's a real one. You know what I'm saying? Rondo is Rondo's gritty. You know what I'm saying? Like I, I see the good thing about it is that we can take away the three point line. Because all we got to do is play up. They shoot like 53s that, a game, that's, bro. But that's great. But see, but that's because people are – they don't have the defense behind them that, that we do. right? No. So we can all play up on all their guards, all mm-hmm. their shooters, and make them have to go around. You know, like everyone can just stay home. Because once they drive into the – driving driving dishes, that's kind of what they do anyways. Because if he's not shooting a three, they're shooting layups. So if he tries to go and dish it to fucking Clint Capella – Someone's gonna block that shit from the Maybe back. Like a three-two or four-one zone, yeah. and just keep everybody yeah. out of uh, out on the out on the corners. I mean, the, the way you beat them is you make them shoot jumpers from the mid-range, because that's what they don't want to do. They right. want to shoot threes. They want to shoot layups. Yeah, that's they, it. They don't ever shoot mid-range. Nothing, at all. It's like ten percent of their shots come from mid-range. The rest of it's either a three-point or a dunk. So as long as you can, we can shut the dunks down. Now we can shut the 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 uh, three-point line down. I don't really see them being a problem. No, they, don't, they, don't have, they have zero defense. And our bench is deeper. Yeah. Our bench is rigid. I mean, that's the one thing. I mean, guys, there's there's so much – there's so many things. I mean, like I said, you know, after the – in the start of the first – in the after the first game, you know, I was like, all right, well, what I, what I saw was that, you know, we look good on paper and we actually, you know, look even better in person. You know, I was after game one, even, even after the loss, you know, because the Clipper game – or I'm sorry, LA's other team loss – was a uh, you know, yeah. well, and see that was the, that was crazy because after that game, that's when everyone was talking about how deep the Clippers are. They their bench scored sixty points. We only scored like nine or nineteen or some shit. Mm-hmm. That that's why they're gonna win the championship because they have the deepest team in the league. Yep. Okay, but if your team is that deep, like we said earlier, why aren't you beating the fucking Pelicans? Mm-hmm. It's funny because somebody said that uh, I forgot what it was, but somebody made a comment about um, Patrick Beverly. You know, because they talk about him. It was being Westbrook. A, yeah, lead defender. And he's yeah. like, not an elite defender. No. Like, he just talks. Yeah, he just talks. He's annoying, like, but he's not an elite he's defender. Not. Yeah, he, he just got 47 on him. Yeah. Who are you guarding? So it's like saying Lance Stevenson is an elite defender? He, exactly. He might be in China. In China. No, yeah. I mean, he probably is. <laughs> I mean, yeah. So, again, I guess what we're looking at is our, our hardest team in the East is, is who? I think our hardest team in the East is it's going to be the Celtics. I don't know, dude. I, it, like, if if Philly can figure it out, they have the size. 
Yes, they do. That we have, right? Yeah. With Embiid and Simmons running the point, it's basically like a carbon copy of our team, minus minus a couple other players. But but that's pretty much where it stops, though. Yeah. That's the only thing about Philly. Yeah. That's where it stops. They don't have any shooting. So it's like I'm not worried about Embiid in the playoff situation. He hasn't proven himself yet. I think I think Embiid will, no, um, he'll beast our big guys. Milwaukee, <clears throat> as much as, as yeah, much they're they're the, they're the sleeping giant right there. I, I mean, mean, I was I, I don't even want to. That's that's my. You, you just know, don't want to jinx it for him. That's all you don't want to do. That's mine and Josh's other team. I mean, I wouldn't mind a, a Lakers Milwaukee NBA Finals. I mean, let's, let's just go back for a second. <laughs> Last year, when I called the Raptors in seven. And you guys were up like what three to one, talking all that nonsense about how the rap. Oh, we're going to the finals, and you lost three in a row. When you mean we, we're talking about Milwaukee. Yeah, yeah, he's talking about that. Yeah, Yeah. hey, we're ride or die, bro. I that that never felt as good as it did. I'm sure it did. I I stuck with my I stuck stuck with my prediction. Do do I think that'll happen again? No, because this year they're not quite this year. They they don't. And I mean, again, you. The Greek freak is something else, and what what Milwaukee's able to do? Why are we even talking about this? But what, what, because we're talking about East teams, right? Milwaukee. Okay, not? you have a point. You have a point. Okay. What Milwaukee's able to do with their team, with you know Eric Bledsoe and a bunch of really no namers, mm-hmm. and make it work. I mean, you but can't. Eric Bledsoe comes up short in the playoffs. That was one of the biggest things last year. Right. You know, like he's he he's our he's. Uh, Bucks KCP. He's missing, <laughs> he's missing layups and shit. You know what I'm saying? In the playoffs. Like, you can't be missing layups in the playoffs. The Bucks KCP. And he lost Brogdon. I don't think that was a huge loss for him, though. You don't think so? Nah. I don't think Brogdon was a huge loss for Giannis him. Giannis thinks it was a huge, uh, huge loss. Well, Brogdon was hurt majority of the year last year, and then yeah, he was true. playing off the bench. So I don't think it was a huge loss. I'm like, I th- what, I'm, what I'm hearing here is what we're figuring out is what the difference is between elite players and just regular NBA players is, you know, the difference to make it happen in the playoffs is to step it up to the next level. And yeah, there's not a lot of people out there that can, you know what I'm saying? And I hate to say this, and I keep going back to this one, one and same conversation that I have with Jay where he feels he's right. You know, that's the big difference between Kobe and LeBron. That's why Kobe is, you know, the goat and LeBron won't be the goat. Is what he did during playoff time. Well, I mean, you can say that now, but Kobe never or LeBron never got to play with a Shaq or a Pow. Now he's got AD. Oh my God! Now he's got AD. I mean, am I wrong? Did 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 LeBron ever have a Shaq kind of player on his team? How many Shaqs like have been did? in the NBA? Exactly my point. Yeah, that team with the so Heat, though. Thank thank God that Kobe oh, he had did, Shaq. He right? did. Who? No, I'm saying he had that team with the Heat. I'm not saying there was not a Shaq. Shaq. But he, or an Anthony Davis. We already said earlier that Anthony that, Davis is the best player he's ever played with, right? But, but that that team though, like when those guys, like they were in their prime. Well, besides Wade, like, but he took a back roll. But Chris Bosh, like, he was the Raptors' best player. The Raptors' best player. Hey, but when won. he came down there, like, they won a championship. Every bad team has to have a. And then he had, a, then he had Ray Ray on the team. No. Now look, the Bucks will definitely go in the finals. Bucks versus Lakers finals. I wouldn't mind seeing that. We gotta make sure we get our press pass by then. Uh, yeah. So. So okay, all right. So, do we expect this much success? 
to start the season with? Like, do we expect him to be 10 and 2 out of the gate? Or do we think it was going to be like a slow start? Because having 10 new players, I don't think that anyone in this room could have said that we were going to get off to this good of a start. No. And that'd just be me blowing smoke up my ass and saying, oh, yeah, this is being a typical, you know, just a bandwagon fan, fanboy. I had no expectations that we were going to do this good. And the fact that we're doing this good leads me to believe that this is just the beginning because, I mean, the team hasn't even gelled yet. We, we haven't had the full team together yet. That's my point. And we're doing this good without it. So, prove me wrong. Yeah, I'm, I'm on the same boat. Um, I knew we were going to be good. Did I know we were going to be this good to start? No. Because you're normally not this good when you're trying to – you just put the whole out. team together. Yeah, I'm talking about from coaches to everything. Now, if you went somewhere where the whole coaching staff was already aligned and they all knew each other, this and that, that's completely different. But we had – all knew everything, yeah. and you normally don't see it. But, I mean, it's just a testimony of, like I said, on the coaches and the players and how hungry everybody is and what they're doing. It's exciting because you can only go up, you know what I'm saying? And it's just like, man, just to see it keep getting better and better and better as it start gelling more. It's- Hold on. I'm thinking about this. So tell me, is it really – is it the coaches? Is it the famed organization? What is it? Because why couldn't another team or – I'm sorry, why couldn't another organization do literally exactly what we did? Because it's not like we're taking a bunch of proven results and applying them to this situation and making it work. This was a, a hodgepodge mix of people that we threw together, and this, these are the results we're getting. Where do we give that credit? That, that's my question. Where is that? Is it – Magic Johnson. Without him, now this was possible. Jesus Christ, the Lord and Savior. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's something. No, I... but seriously, like, I think it's just you gotta give everyone credit because without everyone buying in, it wouldn't be like this right now. That's my point. It starts I... at the starts at the top. It's not just one it's like person. Genie Bus, not Rob Palinka, and then whoever's below him, we'll skip him out. It's a cumulative effort, as we like to say. Rich Paul. Yes. Rich Paul. He deserves uh, a lot of the credit. RG, RG, Rich Paul. Thank mm-hmm. you, thank you. Our behind-the-scenes GM, Rich Paul. Although he gave KCP the contract, which but that's a fireball offense at this point. Hey. There's always one in the family. <laughs> <laughs> Let's put his ass up for adoption. <laughs> we just leave him on like a stoop or something. Guys... We just wanted to say uh, thank you for listening. We have a lot of good things coming out this season. Took us a little while to get started, a little, uh, little time to get back to uh, back in our groove, but we're back. We have a lot of uh, a lot of fiery guests on our uh, upcoming podcast, so please stay tuned. Guys, we're out. Late. All right, see you guys later.